Hi, I'm Karishma, the founder of Sagatland, ownership free circular fashion. I am a fashion technologist and a fashion entrepreneur. I have worked in fashion textiles and apparel manufacturing in the East uh, and retail in the West. I've seen how rivers have turned toxic, lands is being devastated with pesticides for clothes that are not even worn more than twice in the West. Because of what I've experienced in my life, I decided to put an end to this madness and start Satatland with my dream to create a zero compromise fashion brand. As a brand, our vision is to see a positive change in our lifetime. And to see a positive change in our lifetime, I firmly believe sharing knowledge and coming together is a key. This is why we're holding this session to give this power of knowledge so you can make long-term decisions on shopping sustainably and what goes into the fashion industry. So we're starting today with most of uh, with the most debated topic surrounding shopping sustainable fashion and the question re uh, regarding recycled polyester or synthetics. Okay. So we are also joined by Anita, who's helping us with social media management. And uh, she'll be asking some questions that we have gathered throughout the internet, throughout Facebook groups, and from the community of sustainable fashion followers. So, all right. First, in terms of textiles, all textiles are in three ways. First is the natural. The natural tax textile <clears throat> is made out of cotton, silk, or wool or that derives naturally in the in the environment the second is the synthetics which is made by chemical processes they don't occur naturally and then there are man-made fibers which are like um cellulose based which are tensile viscose which are natural plant or wood based so the entire thing about any material is to reach to a process like this, which we call fibers. So these are then woven into threads, something like this. And these threads are woven into a fabric. So right now in front of me, I have two different thread loops. This one is a uh, normal recycled polyester thread, normal polyester thread, sorry. And this one is recycled polyester thread. This one is made out of crude oil or petroleum, and this one is made out of plastic bottles. So this is our pet. Okay. So they look exactly the same. They are exactly the fine, similar material. But what happens is what is their first source and their second source. In this, the first source is crude oil or petroleum. In this, the crude oil is the first source, but we have diverted these plastic bottles to reach landfills and made a thread which can be used in the in the, in the environment without exploiting the resources more without exploiting our environment drilling for more oil so we are kind of building upon what we already have in the environment so there are different types of synthetic materials which is polyester nylon acrylic lycra pu which is an alternative to leather all right so why are we discussing this is another question. So we are discussing this topic is because a lot of people over the internet, influencers, digital influencers, who have come up with saying we should stop buying recycled polyester because it ends up throwing microfibers in our environment. And we have been, and my question through the entire topic is that we have been making plastic from 1907. 
and there is no way that we're going to get rid of that plastic for next 500 to the thousand years so what are we going to do with it are we going to let it stay just ignore the point that we don't need this so that's why i want to bring a clearer picture together that there is a waste out there and there is a potential in that waste no matter if we use for example virgin virgin synthetic material or recycled synthetic material they will end up in microfibers and there's so much plastic out there that we are breathing it's getting into the animal skin it's getting into the fishes and that we are eating as well if you read reports online so that ways i want you to i want to make this into the center light into the focus that the material that we are bringing out of the ocean is not being disintegrated in the ocean or on the landfills or on these sites but it is put in this process of closed loop recycling and this industry needs a lot of funding and the funding can never come without customers turning in and buying these materials so yeah so we are busting some of the myths and um, yeah one of the person had asked the question why did we introduce synthetic materials in the market and how did they become so mainstream so synthetic materials were first made in started making in 1950s because they have these um properties like waterproof water repellent and they use less water through when they when we are using them but they kind of became mainstream right now as if you go to h&m or zara or any brand about 80 to 90 percent that you see on the floor is synthetic material polyester nylon or anything so how brands switched to this was because if you look at the financial time reports from 2012 h&m was the h&m in 2012 saw first time 30 percent dip in their profit because cotton's prices were so high because of droughts and extreme droughts and extreme floods in the parts of India. So they kind of understood that the supply of natural material is not survival of human beings. Or if we are dumping plastic in our landfills, we are taking another acre of land just for the waste to sit on it. So yeah, that is one bad side. And we have to kind of make sure that we are, we are addressing these issues, not ignoring them just by saying, okay, microfibers that's going to happen microfibers microplastic we are breathing them we are eating them even the mask we are wearing we are breathing microfibers in our noses at the moment right and yeah and uh, anita has a few questions for us okay well do you think it is okay to compensate right now that we do buy these things right now so the question about compensating right now is um so what the problem right now is that we have this huge waste right which is not going anywhere i've said that before as well and recycling industry or recycled materials not every material is recyclable plastic bottle is recyclable which we make recycled polyester we use econyl in our collection which is this material this is actually made out of fishing nets and landfill uh, carpets from landfill so the point is that these materials are so new and these recycling process as compared to the virgin material which is coming from 1907 that huge bulk and what we have started from 1990s to recycle which is not even mainstream right now 
so the best bet right now in terms of our survival and our future given that we need resources to grow cotton grow materials and and we need food to feed our populations as well so using recycled material is our best bet and we should be compensating right now and the technology right now to destroy plastic or to get rid of plastic does not exist but we need to like slowly work to the process where the funding is there where the r&d is there there are more people coming in just like how cancer medicines have evolved through years how hiv medicines have evolved through years that compensation for right now to for the sake of future is totally worth it that's what i feel okay great thank you and um how do you advise to shop sustainably to shop sustainably i would first recommend so there are different types of shopping sustainably some people do not want to buy something new they would definitely go into thrift shops and charity shops and i totally love this model but i see problems with that model too because uh, that is second degree consumption not first degree consumption first degree consumption say say for example there's a person who bought a dress from zara h&m or even a premium fashion brand wherever your lifestyle suits and you wore it for two times three times and you went ahead in the charity shop and they, you threw that dress over there or a thrift shop so you're not addressing the issue of what is happening more and more clothes are just being dumped from one person to another for a sustainable fashion person's perspective okay i need to solve this issue should i go there should i just buy this so you're not limiting the sources to shop sustainably buy materials first look at the labels the care labels in terms of polyester fabric or synthetics make sure that you're buying 100% there's a lot of premium brands what they do is they will make the outer shell with silk and then the inner shell with polyester what happens is they cut the cost the cost fits your budget but the dress that they have made is not recyclable and give saying that all clothing is recyclable textiles are 100% recyclable what the problem is we don't end up with good quality recycled material it's like gold if you're melting full 100% gold you get 100% gold but if you made mix it with more copper bring it down to 14 14 karat or 12 karat or 6 karat gold it's just that kind of thing happens and then recycling gold to a good quality 100% gold is just not possible so make sure when you're buying materials you are if make sure the labels this is 100% polyester the shell and the inside if it's 100% cotton outside inside good 100% silk outside inside good don't buy blends but then there's another issue as well if you're buying recycled clothing made out of recycled material right now what we're doing is um you have to look into what we have been doing from the past okay so for example the recycled wool that we use in our collection is 60% wool and 40% of mixed fiber right so 100% genuine 100% quality material is not possible that so when you're buying already recycled polyester make sure the brand is answering that these mixed fibers are the result of previous recycling processes you can get 100% recycled wool that will be pre consumer waste that is just making the wool industry uh, efficient so the difference between pre consumer and the post consumer based for 
just for the sake of this answer. So pre-consumer wastes are, so when we are in our textile factory, what we do is we start with these fibers. And so we kind of, we've made these fibers into thread, something like this, right? So this is the second part of a textile making process. So what we end up is we want like long threads, long fibers. Like, I don't know if you can see from the camera, there are these small, small fibers, like single, if you disintegrate to a single process, so that single piece, so that's what I'm talking about. And there's a lot which is left behind because this, this part did not qualify enough to be a long yarn or long fiber. So that is a pre-consumer waste which happens within the te textile industry. And then another pre-consumer waste is scraps, right? Which is made from clothing when it is cut. So you will never see pre-consumer waste. Post-consumer waste on the other hand is if I take this dress, put it in the recycling process, it is used by the consumer and it is post-consumer waste. So that post-consumer waste will cannot be 100% pure material as of now because the infrastructure does not exist. But if, if you go to H&M and shop, if you're one of those shoppers, make sure that they are answering that this 100% recycled material is, is is answered, the transparency exists. They're not blending, say for example, 70% recycled polyester with 30% virgin cotton. Doesn't make sense, doesn't cut it. It's not It's not shopping sustainably for recycled materials. So, and um, like we always say that 60% wool and 40% mixed fibers because, because of the infrastructure issues at the moment in the industry. Okay. And what do you think is going to happen if we don't buy recycled synthetics? What do I think is going to happen if we don't buy recycled synthetic material? Hmm. We're going to end up seeing. So if so, there's this place in New Delhi. I, so I grew up in Agra and I worked in New Delhi a lot. And there's this huge, huge, huge mountain. If you look at it, from a distance, there's this huge mountain. It's called some some dumping landfill. And you're gonna see those mountains around you so much with full of plastics because we're not addressing the, the waste issue that we have. So right now you can see that in Delhi, then you'll see somewhere hidden in some part of the world, some part of the world that's gonna be there. And what will happen is these, these will create more greenhouse gases because these are not uh, addressed, these waste as because they will disintegrate slowly and slowly. And that will end up in our waterways, that will end up, those toxins are gonna to end up in our air waterways, we'll be consuming them, that water is gonna get mixed with the ocean water, filtration water, our crops, there's an entire ecosystem problem. If you do have time, go to our website, there's in the about section, you'll find our um, your positive impact where I've created these visual maps for you to see how taking a sustainable route with a circular fashion route differentiates from a traditional route of fashion. So you'll see this landfill kind of area which is just toxicating your water. It will end up in fish. Maybe the fish is being farmed somewhere in the east or the west, wherever, and the fish is eating those microfibers or that chemicals and you are just consuming that later. That's what is gonna happen, to be honest if you're not addressing that in the cage. it is This is the material that we have to keep in a cage, not the animals. That's what my personal analogy is. 
in terms of this. Yeah. Okay. Would yeah. you like to mention anything else? Mm. Any yeah. more last few tips? I'd, I'd like to open the questions to people who have joined us today. If you have any questions, please, please, please shout it out. I'll wait for another one minute. Is there something that you want to know? Where to shop from? Where to go? Um, which brands to follow? Which people, which industry thought leaders to follow? Yeah, if you're here, I'd love to give you some thought leadership on this as well. There's one very good space which talks about circular fashion which is ellen MacArthur. they they talk about circular economy but in terms of circular fashion and if you want to learn more about circular economy which is basically removing waste out of our system so the ellen MacArthur foundation is your best place to learn they have many courses many things that that can get you out in that zone and there are certain goals that un fashion alliance have set for people to match, for brands to match. So they have this entire directory of brands who are already following this space. Go check them out. They're really, really helpful. I think as a consumer, we hold a lot of power, which we do not realize is that we have money and we have that power of money. So spend it well, spend it to the right people and make sure that you're solving the problem. You're not part of the problem. and solving the problem is not stopping to buy fashion the solving is the pro solving the problem the right action is to believe in the regenerative power of fashion Co organic cotton may have been very good and helpful by 2002 2003 right now organic cotton is a problem recycled co recycled polyester may be a good thing right now maybe after 20 years it'll be a problem or there'll be a better way maybe we'll be able to get rid of the plastic pollution forever. We'll be able to degrade plastics. But right now, as the society changes, as the method changes, we have to change our shopping behaviors. And I have seen when guys go shopping for cars, they are like, I want to know the horsepower of the engine. I want to know the build of the engine. I want to know everything, the millimeters. I want to know everything about the, about the car that I'm buying. But when it comes to fashion, it has become so disposable. People don't even care about what they're buying into, what they're putting in their on their body, and yeah, what they're doing in a parallel universe to to the to our planet. So make sure you go and look at our your positive impact in the about section and see how sustainable circular fashion makes a change visually. Don't have to read anything; just have a look. Yeah. Perfect. So if anyone has any question, please, please send them through. And if I'm not able to answer them right now, I'll definitely get back to you. And I'll do my best to, to give you the most honest answer what I think and what should be done. Yeah. And uh, feel free to subscribe to our, our channel. And we'll be doing more Instagram lives every Monday from 6pm UK time. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, I think you've explained everything so well that people are just like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and now they just have to think about it a little bit more. So if in the next few days there's questions coming up, please just message us and we'll try or we'll do our best to respond. Come on, say hi to people. <laughs> that that she is the one who has organized all, everything. She has put in all the hard work for us. This is Anita, our social media manager yeah. and her tech <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Bye. Have a lovely day, lovely evening. Thank you.